What all do we remember about what happened last time? Bounty hunters. Yes. <laughs> there were bounty hunters last time? Yes! I shattered someone's ankle. There was a bar fight? I broke someone's spine? There was a bit of combat training, and I realized that I might be better at flying shuttles than I thought I was, and I don't know why. And then over lunch, y'all found out that you've basically been legally declared dead. Okay. <laughs> we found out your dad's a... He was a general. Yeah. That's a human person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love the look of, oh my god. <laughs> what planet were we on last time? In descriptions, not in names. Y'all spent most of the time on the ship. You saw the news releases that you've been officially declared that there was a lot of conversation about whether or not y'all might be um, labeled as terrorists because people are being sketchy. And around that time, you started looking into ways to get Farida's parents to safety. Vi, you reached out to your mentor. He's going to ground, but he's going to work on it just in case because there's still some more investigations going on. I'm not sure how that's going to end up. So he just decided, let's just kind of disappear for a little bit and it'll be fine. Also, you went to... I remember now why I was starting to open that note because I also forgot the planet that y'all were on where the bar fight happened. Abos. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, you went to Abos because... Spectra got a lead on a new Belair vault that was discovered, and she wants to go and crack it before anyone else can get the chance to. And so y'all are going to go do that to give some time for Marie to figure out what the heck is going on with the bounty that was placed on your head, which you found out about in the tavern on Ibos. When a bunch of people tried to dump you, and they all ended up having to go to the hospital... Was it a bounty bounty, or was it a more information on bounty? I mean, they tried to take us somewhere, so... A bit of both. And y'all haven't been able to get a whole lot of information, because you just got back to the ship, and Spectre was more focused on just, like, let's get out of there, but... Tully broke someone's nose. Farida just wrecked this dude's metal arm... Anima Judah flipped a man into the floor and I, Vi, I don't remember what exactly you did. I shattered his ankle. Oh yeah, you shattered his ankle. And Spectra, when someone went to grab her, just leaned forward and he rolled over her back and slammed into the cabinet where all the dirty dishes were. Nice. <laughs> so, there were a lot of people that went to the hospital after that. That's also where you saw Spectre using some abilities that you didn't know existed. And that's how y'all got out of there without any serious issue. So you guys are all back on the ship. You're a safe distance away. Spectra is guiding you guys towards... Did I forget to write the name down again? Bruna 7S, which is the moon slash planetoid that the vault is on. And you guys have some time to figure out what the hell just happened. We ended the last session with a bunch of research having been done on the internet, right? Uh, you had one of their phones, and there were some people who were going to be doing research, but they weren't sure how much they were going to be able to dig up. It's just been within the past hour or so. Who do you guys go to ask and figure out more about this? I, as per usual, go to Vi, so... <laughs> I'd actually like to think back and try to remember, I don't know what kind of role this would be, were those people there before we got to the tavern? Roll intelligence to see if you would remember. Intelligence or retroactive perception? Let's do perception. Because it depends on if you would have noticed it. You can remember if you noticed, but if you didn't notice, you're not going to remember. Ooh, that's only 11. I rolled a 5. Okay, that's dice is going away. Yeah, you're not entirely sure if they were there before you got there or not. 
so that probably go through. Hey, those people who tried to take us or abduct us or whatever. Do any of you remember them already being there before we came in? What a fantastic question! How much? How much? What are we rolling? Perception, just kind of like a retroactive. Did you notice? Okay, sixteen. Okay, and Anima. One. For a moment, Anima, you're not entirely sure who they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But fair enough. You're pretty sure most of them were already there and they didn't really pay you any mind until it's like they got an alert about something and then noticed you guys and then started reacting. It was a, a moment of opportunity. Yeah. All right. That's better than an ambush. But it also means that we were there as a message was sent out to pick y'all up. Yes, at least the two of us. But now, we may all be added to it. Maybe. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder just how many people got this ping if there was, like, enough of them in a bar to try and grab us all. Yeah, either Spectre's contact chose a place that was already a gathering spot of bounty hunters or other people looking for money... And just saw us, or... Well, that is why she met him there. He kind of owns the place. Do we still have the phone, or did that get given to, like, Maria or someone? Spectra passed it off to Maria on her way up to the front. Okay. Because she's still piloting the ship, and she's making sure all the stealth protocols are activated... We have a whole rigmarole we go through whenever weird stuff like this happens. I promise it's not that normal, but sometimes, yeah. This is still weird, though. But if we have to watch our backs every time we go planet side, or if the people that we're possibly bring that we're hopefully going to bring in from the Federation are going to come in with a target on their back. We need to get this figured out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Let me go see if Maria's been able to decrypt any of it. Y'all want to come? Yeah. So she just prances off and you guys follow. You're actually finding Maria. This is one of the first times in a while she's been out of her room. because She's been doing work in her private quarters, but this time... I'm gonna say she's sitting in the mess hall because I think she was already there when Spectre's like, here, look at this. So she's got several devices around her. Oh, wonderful. Come to see what I found out. No. No, something happened while we were planet side. Oh, no, I know. That's what I'm trying to research. And she holds up a phone. Okay. All right. I knew you'd fit in very well with this crew, because you've been here how long? You've already got a bounty on your head. That's impressive. Yes, but I prefer not having a bounty on my head. And four of us were just talking, and we realized that bounty must be very new, because the group of people who tried to apprehend us were there beforehand, but they didn't seem... To notice us at first? You didn't notice that. Farida did. Well, I don't know if Farida would have shared that. Uh, after having been asked, did anybody remember this? She would be saying, yes. Yeah, this is... They were there. They got a message. And they decided that then was the right moment. Which seems unpracticed of them, but... Hey, I can't blame any bizarre business practices. Sometimes you have to jump on a job as soon as you get it. And from what I've been able to gather so far, it doesn't look like they necessarily want you dead. Especially, I was able to track some of the people this went to, and they're pretty reputable. They're not the people you send to kill. They're the people you send to collect mostly in one piece, for the most part. I haven't been able to track a lot. It's not been a lot of time, but... It looks like the person who placed the bounty on your head is a person that goes by the name Trigger. 
He's offering up 2,000 cubes for information on your locations, along with any of your associates. And they get extra if they're delivered intact. And he has a envoy to pass it through. Who is this trigger person? I would like to know more. I'm not sure I've seen his postings. He doesn't usually go after particular people. He's usually gathering things like artifacts or treats and it's a bit odd to see him doing this but in the circles he and I both travel in there's some connections I don't know if I've spoken with him personally but it's not usually the kind to go for violence but also we prefer anonymity for the things that are a little more frowned upon with how we do them that's fair if you don't mind, I'm going to try to do some research clumsily in the dark net. I don't even think I have a thing in the dark. No, I usually go to Vi. No. Hey, Vi. You don't. <laughs> can, can, can we do some digging for information on this guy? By we, I mean you, with me nearby providing tea. Well, we can certainly try. We just need to be careful that this trigger person doesn't get suspicious. Ooh, why don't we use the phone that we stole and use the identity that's on that? It shouldn't be unusual that a bounty hunter that's receiving the order is trying to find out more information about the person putting in the order. Assuming they haven't already reported in that the phone was stolen by you lot. Yeah. Tally's just grinning sheepishly in the corner. We did wreck them pretty badly. Would they have had time? Because most of them ended that little scuffle unconscious or screaming in pain but that's true but they, that could have been fixed rather quickly and they may, might have had other associates who would be able to send the information this person in particular he doesn't post a lot of jobs that I can see that I've seen much of anywhere but he does tend to offer quite a lot of money and sometimes he pays more than he offered so okay so the bounty could get increased. True. Is it time to make a new identity? We'll see. I don't know if we have enough money to make new identities for all of you, but perhaps after this job we could. Oh, no, just one. Just one who could attempt to claim the prize. You're thinking pretend to be a bounty hunter? Yes, with relevant information about where we are. That's a good point. I was actually talking to, um, I don't know if you... I've recently picked up a bounty hunter in my employer, and she did give me a warning that something odd was going on. She thought she recognized you all from it. She's keeping an ear to the ground in some of their circles to see what she can pick up. Nice. Well, my thought is that there's no better way to stop the heat than by having somebody claim the prize. Yes, but she said that it goes through a convoy, so you wouldn't meet Trigger in person. No. You would give them to to a handler or someone who would transport them to wherever they're going. Oh, I don't mean a physical actual person goes in to do this. I mean like a faceless account reaches out to them with relevant information asking for payment. I've been working on some sort of distractions with Scorpia. So it'll help keep the heat off for a while while we try and figure out exactly who this is and what it is they want. Also, I've worked with Spectre on some of these vaults before. The sooner we get it, the better. Well, yes, we're traveling there right now. None of the things I'm saying are slowing us down. Maria, you said that this trigger person ran in sort of the same circles as you in terms of uh, artifacts and such. Could he be after the one we recovered during the heist? She just kind of like pauses and scratches her chin for a second and says, I haven't noticed much shadow on that one in particular yet. It's possible, but... I'm not sure how many people knew Seinfrith had it. 
So I don't know how many would even know that you have it now. And that miserable little shit has been dealing with plenty of his own problems. I think he tried to put a bounty, but his accounts were frozen about an hour after we got out of his office. I had Spectra drop some things to the appropriate Alliance officials to start investigations, and I wanted to be making his life hell for the next couple of years. Have you noticed in your information that he works for anyone? Or sort of answers to someone? He does have quite a few people he works with and he's trying to get in the good graces of, but it's taking me a while to decrypt all that we got off of that. Mostly I've been focusing on current operations to stop some of those because some of the stuff he deals in can be very hazardous for people's health, so I've been trying to stop that, and then I'm going to dismantle the rest of his network. It's a long game, unfortunately, and some of it's proving difficult to decrypt. I'm just trying to think of ways, or reasons, why this trigger person would want us, at least in one piece, for now. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure why either, but they definitely do have quite a bit of respect on the Shadownet, so if you're doing searching, I pay in mind how you phrase things. I think once I saw someone insult him and then someone else decided to step in, and I think he's still under investigation from the IRS, and... Science fiction IRS? It's the Intergalactic Revenue Service. <laughs> <laughs> that is two different RPG games where the IRS has shown up unironically. <laughs> I have to do some searching, but hopefully by the time you've finished with what you're doing in the vault, we should either have our answers or have a buyer for whatever we find in there and be able to pay the appropriate things. Let's see what else Scorpio can come up with as well. Scorpia, is that the bounty hunter under your employee that you were talking about a couple minutes ago? Yes, she's the one I hired out from underneath Seinfeld. Been wanting to work with her for a while. Ah, okay. She's quite good, and I've got her running some security for some of my things, and I think she's enjoying it a lot better than being a bounty hunter, but she still has connections in the circle, so I'm paying her a little extra to keep an eye on this and feed some promising false information. It is quite helpful that whoever this is doesn't know what all of you look like. Well, after this, they might. Depends. They might have gotten photos of Tally and Spectra's in Farida's. I imagine by tomorrow morning there's going to be an update on the bounty. Mm-hmm. If by then. As you mentioned, Faraday, she just does the John Cena thing, except she turns her face into John Cena and then back again. <laughs> you can't see me. There's that, yeah. Yes, they don't know what you really look like, but they now probably know what you look like with earrings. Yes. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's a kind of a wishy-washy appearance thing that I, I tinker with the settings a little tiny bit each time. We may need to tinker with it more. Probably a good call, but we're going to have to be careful for a bit. I can do that. Maria, since you have the phone, the photos, are they taken from within Sinfer's bar? Or were they taken, like, from an outside camera? I was actually running something over here points to, she has like several computers around here and she points to one of them and you notice it looks like it's security footage from inside the bar. It's running facial recognition and it's already matched up two of your pictures with it. Looks like whoever put this had access to his internal security system which I was also able to get. He needs better hackers. His security's garbage. Once you get into part of it, which, to be fair, it's not that easy to get into his personal computer, but once you do, it's surprisingly easy to get into everything else. And I'm guessing there were no tracks showing who hacked into it to get this information? Nope. Anyone hacked into it, they're good. 
There's only a few hackers that are good enough to get all of that as quickly as they did. And few that are able to hide themselves as well as they have. I haven't been able to find a lot. Whoever this trigger is, they work with probably one of the best. Now I want to know how they manage that. Someone, it's hard to get exclusive rights with them. Well, either they know them personally or they owe a lot of favors. Or a little bit of both. You seem to know more than you're letting on. She just kind of, like, shrugs it. It's a mix between a coy smile and a shit-eating grin. She gets three different raised eyebrows from heads, tails, and myself. <laughs> I love heads and tails. Sometimes when you work on things and you don't exactly do it the official way, you, you get to learn things. It also helps you get early access to certain products. And it always helps to have friends and their flavors. It's just some people deal in different kinds of favors. For me, it's I scratch your back, you scratch mine. You're doing a very good job of convincing me that you know more than you're saying. <laughs> Would you guys like to roll an insight? Sure. I would also like to roll insight. Sure. And I was lost track of this conversation. It's just... 15. 15, yeah. Two 15s. You get the feeling like she's not telling you everything she knows like about that world, but you feel like she genuinely isn't sure exactly who Trigger is. She might have some, like, vague theories about who they could possibly be, but she doesn't know anything for sure yet. She's also not sure who the hacker is, because, like she said, the hackers that are this good, they're really hard to find. And they're really good at covering their tracks. So if she knows, like, it's a good hacker, she doesn't know which one. Okay. And she is probably only, like, vaguely aware of some of them. Gotcha. So, I guess my better question then, as a follow-up, is does it really matter who the hacker is or the fact that they've been hired? It's more about if you find the hacker, you can hopefully find out who they're connected with. And then it's sort of a breadcrumb trail to get closer to who Trigger is. Ah, okay. Two paths to the end. True. Nice. Also... Knowing who they are and being able to get on their good side could be useful in the future, because they're good. I mean, I've got a few good ones on my side, but none that are quite this level. Is Tally still in the room? I'm sure she is. She's been messing around on her tablet. She's probably, like, multitasking, listening to most of it, but she's doing her usual listening to the conversation while searching, like, half a dozen things on the internet. Hey, Tally. Yeah? Do you think any of your old friends would be able, or even yourself, would be able to know someone who might be able to hack into a security system and then get out undetected? Maybe. A lot of my friends have moved into other work, and the people that do that are a little more cagey about talking about it, so it's Possible? I reached out to a couple that I know probably won't take it the wrong way that I'm asking them this. But I haven't heard anything so far. Alright. Also keeping an eye out on any other things they might try. And making sure that no one else seems to know about the vault. Which good news is, no one else seems to know about the vault, so... We should have some time. People aren't, aren't going to have any idea where we went. I've logged a couple of different flight paths and destinations and some reservations at different places around, just in case someone somehow knows what ship we're on. So that should help create a smoke screen as well. Anything else anyone wants to ask? No, I think I'm good. More than just prepping equipment and stuff. I do have a gun, right? Do you? Yes, we do have guns. That's a thing that I took a while ago. Yes, well, I stole it from from the training room on the not the Opal Star. Oh yeah, you did. I think you stole it from where they had the combat test in the very beginning. Yes, yes. Yeah. 
Tally's probably given you a better one. I hope so. Because Federation tech is garbage. Yes. But the question is, would you be proficient with a light pistol? Well, I'm fairly certain I am, because artificers do that. Though it's not written on my pieces of paper. But you're not an artificer. I am. Wait, artificer is a is a rogue is a specialist class. Oh, there is an artificer class. No, I mean engineer. I'm an I'm an engineer and whatever the wizard equivalent is. Melder, maybe. Yes, that one. You gotta have all your stuff ready. Come on. <laughs> I have all my stuff ready. It's all in the same folder. Thankfully, it's just like split up into fifteen different screenshots. Yes, I am proficient in a light pistol, and a combat knife, and throwing blades, and a collapsible staff. Yeah, which I believe you you do have a collapsible staff. I don't know if you have yes. throwing knives. I do not have throwing knives because throwing away stuff like that is not fun, but I do have a light pistol. Yes, you do. Because Tali probably is trying to shoot that. It's like, ah, no, 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 no. This is garbage. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. You'll excuse me. I'm going to strip this down for parts <laughs> and scrape it off the engineering. Actually, no, she went to a private workshop area just in case she accidentally made something explode so it would be less likely someone would find out she accidentally had a small ocean on the ship. Spectra reinforced that particular room a long time ago when she saw how well Tally's experiments usually go with some things. Because she's not a big fan of people blowing holes in her ship. Ah, uh, Yes. That would be good to avoid. No, she is not. <laughs> Remember, the brig that we don't know exists or not. I'm fairly certain the brig is just the empty void of space. <laughs> there. She's not quite that bad, but if you wreck her ship, maybe. She worked really hard making this ship happen. With a group of people, of course. Most of them that she knew from aboard her parents' ship. But yeah, she it was her work. Might have been paid for with a questionably legal dig site she was a part of. Not officially sanctioned, but they got a lot of stuff out of that. I never intended her to be Space Indiana Jones, but it happened. She's Space Indiana Jones. Does she have a whip? Not that you've seen. Now you wouldn't have seen some of the stuff she usually takes when she's expecting a fight. But y'all might in a bit as everyone's getting ready. Don't mind me, I was just numbers on a light pistol. Yeah. So what are you guys doing to prepare? Because you probably have about like 30 minutes until they land. Heavy armor time. I get new drones on level up and I haven't lost any drones, so... Besides making sure that my light pistol works. Yeah, as I say, you haven't leveled up yet. <laughs> yeah, no. Wow, that's a very useful chart. That they have written out on the Presper Genesis character sheet thingamajig that I am using. It has all of the things for proficiency range to hit, damage, and damage type. And a special line. Very clear, very clever. Perfect has special effects, which nothing you'll have has that yet. Nope. Not yet. Because I think Vi is the only one that got anything that's could be a weapon. Well, technically Animus could be a weapon, too, depending on how you use it. <laughs> Vampire touch. Yeah. I'm still curious as to how Anima feels about the fact that she can literally leech the life from somebody if she needed to. Not like all of it, but you can steal part of someone's vitality and give it to someone else. Ooh, you know what I am gonna do? I'm gonna go over to the training room and I'm going to practice with the cloak. Okay. Well, you can only do so many flashes per day. Yes. I would say that if it's been more than one day since we've had it, I've been trying to figure out how to make it work before now. The first time I use it is not going to be the dungeon. They would have showed you how to do it, and even if like, it's expended, you can still do the movement, it's just not going to flash. She's going to practice that so we don't have questions on if this is the first time she's used it or not. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you've, you've practiced that. You know how to do it. Casey? I, I did actually have a question about the balance of the souls. What would I roll for that? 
The enemy has to make a constitution saving throw to resist it. Uh-huh. But if you're doing it from one friendly to another, like say someone's at full HP and someone's like unconscious on the ground, someone can be like, here, take some from me. And I did not give you a thing. I'm just going to say you roll 1d10 to see how many hit points go. And if it's from an enemy and they are able to resist, half of that goes. If they try and resist and they crit fail, double goes. Okay. Alright. And Alexis, you had questions? Or something I was gonna do? Can we say that Vi went with Ferda and Tally and switched out her laser pistol for an auto pistol? Since she has proficiency in that? Yeah, you can do that. There's a little armory that has all the basic stuff in it, but nothing super fancy. But if you want to have something that packs a little more punch, Tally does kind of recommend not go too heavy with the armaments because you're not entirely sure what you're going to be crawling through. Yes, as well for that. But I don't always think about using guns specifically. So it's just also so unprepared. Because I'm a bit more used to auto pistols than this laser one that I had. Yeah, we can get you trained on that. I'll definitely think about it. Thank you. So y'all are swapping out some weapons and making sure everything works. Anima, what are you doing? I imagine putting on heavy armor is something of a task. (laughs) So probably just that less of a task than it is in D&D. You know what? That's true. I just realized did you have heavy armor with you when you got on the ship? Yeah. Okay, good. So you have that. You didn't. You just burned some of the Federation logo stuff off of it. Imagine since then as you go to put it on, you notice Tali has painted over some of the stuff you weren't able to get burned off. So there's like some random flowers in different parts of your armor. Okay. She probably did that and then completely forgot to tell you. Oh yeah, definitely. And forgot to ask if you would want to do anything different. Because she's a little easily distracted. She's like, she's not going to see these Legos, but I don't know what she likes. So, um, flowers. Everyone likes flowers, right? Because I've been catching up with Critical Role Campaign 2 again, are there any dicks? No. Okay. (laughs) I just have to know. Freehand painting on anything always comes with the chance of dicks. (laughs) There might be some flowers that came out a little wonky and kind of looked like one, but here's the better question. Would Anima even know what that is? No! (laughs) Anima would have no idea. No, she wouldn't. I just wanted to know for me. (laughs) <laughs> Poor Alexis, who is not familiar with the antics of Jester. Very confused. Yeah. <laughs> well, my brain immediately went to do dicks look different in Espergenesis? And I was like, no. I'm not going there. It's a bad time. I'm not going in that It's always good to go down the alien dick rabbit hole, you know? I don't disagree with you on that, but all right. Okay, this is the end of this conversation, and I'm sorry I brought it up. Let's move on. Have you gotten to the part of the Hippa prank sea cart? Have you gotten to that part yet? Yeah, where he writes, what was it, like, Weenheart or something? Yeah, yeah. I love that part. Also, holy shit, their season finale? I haven't gotten that far yet, no. Oh, no, you haven't. It's, it's, but, okay, I'm going to stop now. Because I had to listen to that twice and I'm still screaming at, holy shit, David. <laughs> Anna is putting on her slightly more flowery arm while everyone else is making sure the elder weapons work. And after a point, you see Spectra come back. 
Oh, wonderful, you're getting ready. Marianne's doing her research into what's going on. I've got some of my contacts trying to figure out what's going on. I've got time piloting here while I'm learning. We're almost there. I needed to grab a few things. You notice she has changed because usually her clothes are more casual. This looks a little bit more durable. And it's all black, long sleeves. Basically something you might want to go crawling around in a cave with when you aren't entirely sure if there's going to be something that tries to bite you. And she has what looks like a sort of utility belt on with several objects strapped to it. And some of them, you can't tell what they are. A couple look like metal cylinders. There's a little pouch where she's like messing around with stuff. There's like different sized knives on one hip. And she starts rummaging through some things, getting out stuff like rope and some medical supplies, which she tosses at y'all. And I am fair to roll me a dexterity saving throw to see which one of you catches it, or if either of you catch what she's about to throw at you. Ooh, 19. 22. Not 20 plus 2. So the first thing she throws at you is like a medical kit. Farida, you catch it. Vi, you catch the other medical kit she throws at you and she just kind of keeps chucking stuff your way. I'll drop the medical kit on top of the now floating heads and tails and then like do the circus act of catching all of the things with a variety of arms. Yeah, it's only like three or four things, but it's like some medical packs, a small canister that when you read it, it can be used to, like, freeze locks and stuff. Just, like, a couple of useful things. And when she notices that you catch the first few, she's like, eh, it's fine. She keeps checking them at you. Not checking. Tossing them towards you. Checking them out. You said it's a little more violent than what she's doing. Hey, Anima, isn't this more your gig? I mean, I'm pretty okay with medicine. Is Anima good at medicine? Absolutely not. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> I will be keeping them in my pocket then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can try to take one. Well, I have one, so. No offense, but just that you know where they are in case I keel over. They're in this pocket over here. Yeah. Actually, that reminds me, Anima. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, God. Okay. Should I give the other dice a chance to redeem itself or go for a new dice? Never. Just go for new dice. Always go for new dice. I was about to say, new this dice. would probably be the best new time dice. to let it redeem itself before later. Well, that's a two. What's my dex? Is this a, just a check or is this a saving throw? It doesn't matter. They're both plus two. So that's a four. I'm debating, do I want to have it just like hit you in the face or have that thing happen where you're like, you're trying to catch it and you just like smack it a couple of times and it goes flying off to the other side of the room? Which one would you prefer have happen? I feel like getting hit in the face would be a nat one. And I didn't quite roll a nat one again. So I think bobbling it and sending it across the room is probably the the thing we do here. Yeah, because while she was throwing the stuff at Evai and Ferda, she was like dropping some into a little pouch and then she chucks it at you. And you try really hard, but you completely botch <laughs> I used up all my luck on the episode that got eaten. This is going to be a good time today, guys. Yeah. Nice. This will be good. All right. I'm still so upset about that. I know. I can't believe I rolled four natural 20s in that episode, and it's all gone. So you all get ready, then you all file up to the front to sit down for the landing, which isn't going to be as rough because there's a little bit less atmosphere on the moon. But it's still a really big moon. And I promise it's like an actual moon. It's not like that one moon near Eldor. This is like an actual moon. You can see there's some plants on it. The planet here is tidally locked, so there's the same side facing this on all the time. It's interesting. Not a lot of moons like that. But we're going to have to be careful. There's not as much gravity, though I'm not sure how that will affect us inside of the vault. Gravity works differently there, and it's it's always an interesting time. But there's also going to be a little bit less 
atmosphere, so I recommend taking the helmets. You should be fine, but I'm, I don't recommend spending a lot of time on the planet's surface without the helmets on. You might asphyxiate, and that's not a fairy. It's not a good time. I mean, we can fix it, but... I would really rather not. We have enough problems to deal with. I'm not a big fan of having people putting bounty on my head. Though it's not on mine... yet. Yet, yeah. Mutters under her breath in probably a couple different languages, just kind of grumbling about how she's offended. And this was not what she wanted to deal with. Oh, believe me, Spectra, none of us wanted that. Yes, you do have a knack of jumping from one frying pan to the other. Things are never quite dull on the ship anyway. I knew there was a reason I liked you all. She turns to Jurandaria for a minute and asks them a question and Proti and then converse back and forth and before Jurandaria finally says, Yes, this is a vault I'm familiar with. It's a vault of duality showing the two sides to things. I have some devices that I was working on that can help deal with any of the particularly troublesome doors. It shows that you were a friend of the lair. But I'm afraid I can't go in with you. If I go in with you, it would reset and erase all of the history. So you will have to be doing this on your own. But what I can do is help you find the entrance to the vault. It will be on the border between night and day. And I fed the coordinates to your computer for where to find it. Thank you, Durandaria. Very, very helpful. Thank you. You all get devices. They're like small rectangular. You can easily fit them in a pocket. Spectra will explain how to use it because she has an older one that Durandaria takes for a minute and does something to it and then hands it back and it's like, oh, this is needed some recalibration. Thank you. With how these faults are designed, they're designed to make sure only someone who is worthy and true can access what is inside of it, which no way of knowing exactly what's inside of it until you complete the vault. And it's going to include both physical and mental tests. And even Spectre is not entirely sure what all the tests will entail because they vary slightly. She's been through a few, so she knows that duality tend to challenge a little bit more character than physical prowess. That also they do tend to hold more valuable things, which is why it's more of a character test. Yeah, before too long, y'all settle onto the moon's surface near a cliff face where when you look at it at first, you can't really tell there's anything different in the cliff face. But as you all suit up and disembark when Druidaria approaches, you see the outline of a doorway appearing. And is there anything you guys want to do before you disembark? Well, I'm assuming you're putting the helmets on so you don't accidentally suffocate. Yep. Yeah, that's not a yeah. that's not a thing you forget to do. Well, you don't forget more than once. That's not something anyone is going to let you forget to do. Tali is staying back to help Jurandaria continue with the repairs, and Maria is going to continue trying to figure out what's going on while Kai goes about making sure that I's are dotted and T's are crossed with the fact that you've all just been very publicly declared dead. One part is safe, the other part's like, but they just got here? Tails is going to be hanging out under the spacesuit, and she's probably going to activate her earrings before they go in. So Tails is under the suit. Where's heads? Outside. He should be able to activate the deactivate the earrings from the inside of the helmet, even though I might not be able to reach. Ah, okay. So you have one on the side of your neck where you go like, like. Yeah, I mean, it's just a coin, so I'm just going to stick it there and just... Probably feels a little less strange than what I was picturing, which was something with legs, because I'm like... They don't really have legs. They have arms that are always folded up underneath the coin, and if they need to be using their arms, they'll reach out, but they don't really have legs. 
I was thinking of them kind of just having like stick figure legs, like little, just little sticks <laughs> under them. <laughs> but that will have to be a, a later addition. <laughs> Literally toothpicks, but they just kind of... Soft toothpicks so they don't stab you as they're walking. <laughs> Unless you want them to stab people. <laughs> I was picturing like daddy long leg legs. <laughs> I am kind of th- leaning towards toothpicks. Again, they probably don't actually walk, so... No, they just have, like, because I remember you describing they were, like, playing um, soccer with an ice cube. Yes, but it's more like air hockey, because the two of them just laid flat and then just, like, bumped it with their face. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. I'm so glad we have them. I really hope someone gives us art of that fan art, please. (laughs) Give us art of heads and tails. Well, I do think I shared a picture of what my vision of them was on the Discord somewhere. That might be fun to share. It's somewhere in there. Lost amid the conversation. Alright, so y'all ready to go in? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Alright, so as promised, Rundaria opened the door for you, and it's big, and as they walk up the doors start to open and well i say big and tall it's probably the height of a two-story house okay it's tall but it's not like terrifyingly tall actually that's probably still slightly terrifyingly tall because it just kind of appeared out of a cliff makes sense this is a level of magic or technology that you guys have never seen before and as Spectra watches, you just hear, I never get tired of watching the doors. One of these days we'll figure out how these vaults were built, but hell then, I wonder. Also, I forgot to mention, she did equip you guys with some sort of video equipment. So it's going to record any information that's on the walls or anything. She just immediately started, here, hold still. Uh, Spectra? <laughs> Spectra, what is this? You know, you know I have one of these already, right? Freda will pull out the microphone that she uses to sing, and on the front of it, you can see that there's a little camera that points forward. She's like, yeah, I'll just wear this. Never to have multiple records of what we find, plus these are more calibrated to see the things are going to be harder to see in there. There's no end to a lot of information. There are people still studying ones that were found and opened when I was a child is. We've learned a lot, though we're still trying to decipher some things. Do these also have a sort of microphone that we need to not accidentally bump? Or does this just record visual? You don't need to worry about bumping any sort of microphone. There are sensors that will pick up audio wavelengths but they're insulated sometimes vault can be tricky to get around so these are designed to be durable and not easy to mess up and you notice she has one on too alright and as you walk up to the front entrance you can see that straight ahead of you is just a hallway and it kind of goes on until you can't really see it anymore. It's dimly lit. She looks up. Oh, wonderful. This is one of those. I'm going to let you take this way. I'm going to go that way. And when you look up, you see she's pointing. And there does seem to be like a second level entrance. Not entirely sure how she would get to it. I'm not terribly concerned thinking back to those wings. Because that way is going to be trickier, but I've done it before, and I trust you will be able to go this way. And I can deal with anything particularly tricky or dangerous that might be on your side in case anything accidentally gets triggered. Well, no time like the present. As you guys turn to walk forward, you hear a whooshing sound. Roll me perception. That's a six. That's a sixteen. Much better. Twelve. And my 
when you look up, you can kind of see, like, something disappearing into the hole, but you're not entirely sure. By you see, because, like, Spectre wears these very particular combat boots, you see those disappearing. So she just ninja whooshed her way up. And yeah, so you have this tunnel ahead of you. How are you going to proceed? Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on board the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Aboard the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by me, Brianna Toiber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. Victor, I'm playing Farida the Promethean. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Mylena Sorel the Eldori. With music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. Are you enjoying the show you're currently listening to? Is that weird for anybody else? (laughs) Only if you make it weird. (laughs) Check out Good Better Quest, a D&D real play podcast on the Final Plank Network. Our group is working their way through earning their bachelors in Dungeoneering and all of the hazards that accompany it. If you are looking for laughs, tears, and friendship, Good Better Quest is here for you. You would waste your life when there are plenty of other options. Why would you do this? I hold up my hand to Ma. Helping your friends is never a waste. Search Good Better Quest on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And check out Final Plank's other shows at Final Plank on social media. But remember, it's better than good. It's It's Good good, Better better quest. Quest.